Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to challenge you to consider adding additional symbolic um, moments in your work. So, today, you're following me. It's an early 6.30 commute (laughs) on a Friday morning, and Friday itself represents just this positive energy about it. I mean, it even has a saying, and it's on, like, t-shirts and coffee mugs, and when people see each other, it's Happy Friday. I even had an email a few weeks back that started off, you know, Happy Friday, y'all, and I'm like, wow, this is, like, we don't send emails out on Monday and say, Happy Monday, (laughs) y'all, at work, Um, but Friday gets this special day of our calendar so I know I'm ranting about it but when especially in YA literature what I've noticed is that some of those rich symbolic elements when we're reading excerpts they're in there and either the kids catch them or they don't but what matters is when The author intentionally puts in symbols, metaphors, uses that figurative language in a rich way in order to take the reader deeper than just what is literally on the text, like staring at them. So I think back on my own books that I've written, especially the one that's going to be published, I do have symbols throughout the novel. Now, my fun part is to see when my readers get hold of it, you know, can they, you know, identify them? Will they connect with those symbols? And, you know, will those be conversations that I can have with my readers in the future? We're reading a book in class right now. It is one of my favorite books of all... I mean, oh my gosh, I have so many favorite books of all time. So, pardon me, but one of my favorite books of all time. And it's called The Contender. And I just love this book. It has so many teaching elements in it for ninth graders. It is truly a phenomenal book. So, on the board... When we're going over our standards, I always write my standards on the board for the uh, students so they'll understand what direction that we're, you know, focusing in on. And it keeps me, you know, when I see it on the board, I know people say, why do I have to write the standards on the board of their teacher? But I look back up at the board and I'm like, okay, now I forgot. I'm in the moment. Oh, yep, I'm working on 9-4, which for North Carolina standards, it's word choice. How does the author craft words and um, use those to enhance the theme and all of this and that good stuff? So yesterday, I even when I wrote word choice up, I even wrote the ooh dash ah, and so every time we would see something that would be lovely, we would say ooh ah because that book is just filled with little jewels. Even to the point where a student was reading aloud yesterday and she read a sentence and she stopped and she looked up at me and she said, I really, I really like that sentence. 
And I'm like, yeah, they're starting to notice. And so for the symbolism, they didn't quite notice it until I took their attention to a particular passage. So there's a staircase that is symbolic in the book. And it, it's earlier on, and it's this huge, like, opportunity. It's this huge shift. And the way that he writes it with a run-on sentence is the thought process of what can occur in someone's mind. I mean, y'all, seriously, the contender, I just love it so much. No wonder it has won an award, and it has won multiple awards, and... I'm going to be emailing this author, by the way, Robert Lipset, and I'm going to ask my students to email him with me. <laughs> Let's bombard him with love um, after we finish with this one this semester. But I will say, finding that with the staircase, now that the students recognize that it was symbolic, that it wasn't just him walking up a pair of rickety old steps, when we discuss things in class, now they'll say, oh, it's like that staircase. It's just like that. But now they're using this. And that's the connections that I want them to start to make, to be able to understand that there are so many things that when we look at them at face value, they can mean so much more to the character or an individual. So I'm going to have a writing challenge for you today. And I just naturally did it yesterday. I didn't do it, oh, what could my next challenge be? My life in writing is day-to-day. -day, and I'm just so just blessed that you come along with me to see what's next. So yesterday, out of the blue, I was given this amazing opportunity. And I had an appointment to go over it. And... My nerves were to the point where I took a refresher bag, and I never carry makeup with me, y'all. That's not my thing. I'm not the one that puts the makeup on as I'm driving in the car or any of that. Um, but I actually took a refresher bag, and I took my um, brush and everything. I left it in my office. And so right now on my way to work, I have no makeup on and have not fixed my hair. So lovely right well anyway I was that nervous okay so I'm nervous anyway and I show up and I'm like 45 minutes early to the appointment scheduled and I'm having to go into a parking deck now I'm from a town we don't have parking decks one day I might tell you the story of the first time I saw a parking deck and what I thought it was with my friend but that's an extremely embarrassing story <laughs> um but i'm from a place that we do not have parking decks and in my life i've only had to pull through them you know recently since i've moved up to the city i'm having to go like shopping malls and um the convention center to go to comic-con and, and things like that i'm you know pulling into parking decks but every time i do I take a picture of where I am and where my car is parked and with the number, like if, you know, I'm on 2A or 3B or whatever. So 
I don't forget because my nerves, wherever I'm going into, if I'm going into a meeting or somewhere or I get excited about going to see all of the Deadpool costumes, then I'm going to forget what number it was by the time I get out. My memory is not um, the sharpest thing. So, why do you think I have notes on my phone all the time? <laughs> so, I took a picture and I snapped it. Well, I knew I was on level 4C. And that C automatically represents Christ to me. All of you that know me uh, and have been following this blog from 100 episodes ago um, know that I'm a Christian. And I, my mind wanders all throughout the day to the Lord and I'm praying all throughout the day but I also see a fire extinguisher and a fire extinguisher you know that symbolizes well first Fahrenheit every time I see a fire extinguisher I think of my favorite book I'm talking about a favorite book again um, Fahrenheit 451 if you've never read it oh my gosh please pick it up I read it as an adult um, missed it somehow in my life and I do not know how and I am so blessed to have read a copy of that. And I would love to have my own copy. I'm going to have to buy one. Um, I just adore that book, truly. And every time I see a fire extinguisher, it's not just, okay, this can help me take out a fire. Then, you know, I actually think about the characters and, and what the fire extinguisher symbolizes. Well, yesterday... My mind went to an Old Testament Bible scene with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I love saying their names. I always have. I probably spell them wrong if I tried right out, but I love to spell. I love to say them. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to go into this opportunity, and the flames can be all around me. There can be a lot of things about me that people may say, "Wow." That's a country girl, and we're in this big, big city. And I said, but you know what? Jesus is walking in there with me, regardless of what's going on. And they stayed true to who they were and their beliefs, and they stood firm in that fire, and they were saved. And their clothes were not singed. And I love, I love that in the book of Daniel. So, that's what I started pondering over in my heart. And I started praying, you know, God, thank you for letting me see something else in an ordinary thing. Because that gave me the strength that I needed. And that's the whole point of a symbolic representation. is for a reader to be able to see something more. And it didn't quite dawn on me how profound symbols were. I mean, yeah, I've been teaching 20 years, and I know the importance of them. But when you have an experience like that, that's truly empowering, and it is connected to a symbol, then you go, oh, I need to pay more attention to this in my work. And I don't mean every page needs to have a symbol, but we can intentionally find key places 
where something stands out. Why did you choose this particular shirt for this character? You know, it's not just like I randomly picked Care Bears. Like, there was a reason behind the storyline behind, a connection behind why I chose a name. Because then a story would come from that name. I mean, always look for the opportunity for more. Even in the small, in one glance, you know, why would somebody... Okay, so for example, when you're writing, I was wanting to go straight into um, this big scene that I wrote, but I want to keep that one. That, I love that scene. Um, but when you're writing, go back and do an edit. Go back and just look for places where you may be able to add one symbol here and there that can add depth and meaning. And that you can do with purpose. And if you're writing, you know, forward, think of your storyline. Try to brainstorm some symbols. Maybe make a list of symbols that you would be able to use. You know, I use, the, I use a particular color throughout my book. There is a purpose. This color is symbolic. It's not just, you know, Harold in the purple crayon or my favorite color because I was raised up on Minnesota Vikings and the Ravens. There's reasons that I chose the particular colors in the book. And go on and research. Research how other authors are using symbols and check out, you know, the symbolism and literature, you'll find tons of examples. Tons. <laughs> and so that's going to be your challenge for today. And as I'm challenging you to do that with your writing, research, making lists of what could be in your book that would match the flow, then just going back and intentionally finding areas to where you could add symbolism with purpose with thought enjoy other writers when they do it too and I will be the first to admit that when I read the contender the first time this is my fourth time teaching the contender it never resonated with me about the staircase. It didn't. It did not click. I think I was more caught up in the beauty of his run-on and his style and his word choice and the feeling that the the steps, you know, just that whole emotional piece. I was there. I wasn't really thinking of the symbolism behind it. And now that I've put the way the sentences are put together plus the symbolism, then I'm like, wow, I want to just clap. I want to give an applause to the author. 
because those are like magic moments for me. That's when, you know, I think about why did she choose certain houses for Harry Potter and and what did those symbols represent? I mean, and then when you see them in the world, you automatically have an emotion tied with them, a feeling tied with them. And just like I'll never see a fire extinguisher and just see that, I'll think of Fahrenheit. Now I'll think of the three heroes in the Bible that stood firm in their faith. Because I've built story around them. Now when I see a staircase, it can mean so much more. That perseverance, it's just, guys, I'm telling you, that can be empowering to students, too, that are in classes across the world reading and possibly getting their hands on your book if you're YA. That could be powerful for an adult because just as yesterday, as I took that picture and I snapped it, that mattered to me. Sorry, guys. I had a coach call me. And I needed to, uh, to have a pause a minute and try to figure out, oh, no, they're calling. It's interrupting. And um, it stops me from talking. So sorry. But it does matter to adults as well because it matters to me. I just experienced it myself yesterday. And as, as I was walking up to that building, there was just this peace that passes all understanding. My head was a little more, like, just clear. It was clearer because I'd taken a moment. I saw something in something ordinary. I saw God in everywhere. And then I realized that, you know what? Jesus is in control of this situation. And an amazing thing happened. And it was just this parallel thing that let me know it was a God moment. I didn't realize it in the time until a friend you know, told me what was happening at the same time that I was walking in to this opportunity. Something else was going on that really affects my family. And I was like, you see that, God? I love how you work like that. I love it. So my picture yesterday in the middle of a parking deck that I normally do and don't pay any attention was a fire extinguisher and a 4C. I was on level 4C. And so I jumped on my WordPress blog and on that Everyday Mom Challenge, I challenged myself to see God everywhere and I wrote exactly what was in front of me. And I challenge you to take a picture of the ordinary and write using symbolism. Or when you see something and it hits you that it means something more, take a picture of it, file it away, and you can use it in your work. You can throw it over into a Google Drive folder images for later use <laughs> to inspire me or whatever you want to call it throw them over in your google photos because you may forget 
stay inspired. There's so many, so many symbols that are just right out there in the ordinary that when you use them in your short stories or novels or poems or songs, then it'll help another reader connect in a way and they'll say, oh, then they'll remember. They'll start looking for their own depth and strength. And this means this, but it also means something else. And it can help get them through. So just like TGIF, thank God it's Friday. It was going to get me through with that positive spirit today. I challenge you to do these things. And see what happens with your writing when you do. But also see your own excitement build. Because it's almost like you've discovered a little secret. And it might just be your secret. And that's okay. Because we, we write primarily, you know, for us to get our words out there to inspire other people. But we can have our moments of joy in this. And this is one of them. So I hope you guys have a blessed day. Happy Friday, y'all.